all kings of Cali, archdukes and viscounts of Oregon and Washington. You are listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast, where you send us your most sinister movie dares, and we suffer the consequences for your amusement. I am Corky McDonald. I'm a local comedian, and I like to burn soul, not rubber, unless I'm burning the album Rubber Soul by the Beatles, which is a fantastic album. With me, as always, is film critic Daniel Barnes. Hi, everybody. On this show, we do your dirty work by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine. And then we review and rate them using our unique system. Run-of-the-mill bad film, that gets a dare. Double dare goes to the truly atrocious movies. And we reserve the reverse dare. The well-known, well-respected, beloved King of Cali reverse (laughs) dare is for those despised movies that are actually pretty, pretty good. Today on the podcast, we're revving and reviewing Biker Boys. But before we get started, we're going to talk about the movie-themed cocktail that Daniel made for us this week. Yes, this week's cocktail, as always, it was inspired by the movie we're reviewing this week. This is an original cocktail that I made myself here in the test lab, the test kitchen, the test bar, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it this cocktail was inspired by Smoke, the character played by Lawrence Fishburne. Smoke uh, Corky is the king of Cali, I'll have mm. you know. Uh, I've done some smoky cocktails here before, perhaps most notably the Ota Richter scale from Skullduggery. I'll pause for, for your applause. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Good. So I knew I had to push the outside of the envelope with this one. So I combined four different whiskeys here, uh, kind of going mild to strong. I got a rye whiskey, a, a pretty mild rye whiskey. I got a blended scotch, single malt scotch, and then a mesquite smoked whiskey. Combine that with some coffee liqueur, some chicory pecan bitters, mm-hmm. Uh, my cocktail smoker, uh, vanilla syrup that I made here in the the test bar uh, myself from some real vanilla beans, uh, and throw a couple of flamed orange peels on that thing, and you've got a wildfire for your mouth, Quirky. It is burning rubber on my tongue. Uh, fortunately, you didn't get to try this cocktail, but it's pretty good. I, I don't know if it's you know one of the best ones, but it, it fits the What's theme. What's the title? The cocktail Smoke. Oh, it's just called Smoke. It's just called Smoke, okay. baby. Right. Yeah, Smoke. Inspired by smoke, and it is all about that smoke. So, um, you know, give it a shot if you want. Probably not. It's four different whiskeys. It's a bit of a waste of time. So, But you know what? I have fun with it. I have fun with it. We have fun. So this is based off a Wayne Wang film where everybody just improvises. Yeah, absolutely. Harvey Keitel <laughs> owns a cigarette. <laughs> Michael J. Fox just is one of the worst improv- improvisations I've ever seen. A- absolutely great. Wasn't that blue? And that was blue. In was the that face. okay? That was the sequel, the worst one. Yeah, yeah, that was the time. smoke. Was okay. I was a big fan of smoke when it came out, but I'm a pretty big fan of this cocktail, so it's good. So it's a good. It's smoky. It's smoky as fuck. I will tell you that much. But it's got a little bit of coffee, the chicory pecan bitters, the vanilla syrup. It gives it some sweet undertones to it as well. So uh, the smoke cocktail. I don't know. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you bothering me for? I just make them. Fuck. <laughs> And now, our feature presentation. Biker Boys. This came dared to us in a fantastic dare from Samantha Kidd, which I will read right now. You know what I just realized? Samantha Kidd, the lead character's name is Kidd. Oh! And Kid Rock is in this movie. I think we've explained her. This, this is the, the, the love that she has. And I bet movie. her birth name oh, was Samantha cute. Jaleel. She just goes by Samantha Kidd. <laughs> Because that, okay, I get it now. (laughs) Samantha Kid's Dare is as such. I first saw this movie as a teen and thought it was all caps, the shit. I loved this movie. I watched it again a few years ago and was shocked at how truly atrocious it it is. I still love it for the nostalgia and embarrassingly probably will watch it once a year. But I've yet to meet any other human being who has or is willing to watch this piece of trash. I don't even know how to describe the plot except to say it has lots of bike races, fun stunts, seemingly illegal biker gang activities that are never actually explained, a biker court scene, silly family drama, Kid Rock trying really hard not to be racist, and the most anticlimactic ending of all time. I don't know how I can adequately describe both my love and hatred of this movie, and I'm dying for someone else to experience. So I dare you guys to watch... The IMDb synopsis for Biker Boys, a son of the leader of a legendary group of an urban biker gang tries to retain his championship title. Can you fit any more ofs in there? 
nonsense. Complete nonsense. Also, championship title. <laughs> that never comes up. He is the king of Cali, Dan. Well, he's the king of Cali, and you're trying to get the crown. But, I mean, championship title. Don't be uh. silly. Yes, this week's movie is Biker Boys. That's boys with a Z. And pay attention, because that comes up. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, the movie was directed and co-written by Reggie Rock Bythewood. Really his only film of note as a director. Not a bad cast. Three Oscar nominees in the mix, uh, as a matter of fact. Count them all up. Stars Lawrence Fishburne, Derek Luke, Orlando Jones, Jaiman Hunsu, Lisa Bonet, Lorenz Tate, Terrence Howard, and of course Oscar nominee Kit Rock. <laughs> as No, just kidding. Not. Uh, as Dog. Uh and, uh, you know, he's a dog in real life, and he plays one uh, in the film. Uh, the movie's based on a 2000 New Times LA article written by Michael Gogis about underground motorcycle racers. Real motorcycle clubs were on set as advisors. They performed many of the stunts. And the cast is filled with a lot of real-life motorcycle enthusiasts, which is why it's kind of weird that this movie is so passionless. It was released January 31st, 2003 on over 1,700 screens, Open in third place at the box office behind Final Destination 2 and The Recruit. Truly it was Hollywood's second golden age. <laughs> Biker Boys ultimately grossed $23 million against a $24 million budget. Not a bomb, but far from a hit. Uh, didn't make a stronger impression on critics, 23 on Rotten Tomatoes. 36 on Metacritic. Sean Axemaker of the Seattle Post-Intelligencer defended the film, calling it, quote, a seductive fantasy, a rare portrait of underworld machismo without the violence and viciousness. But Jeff Stark of Salon was more in line with the critical consensus writing, quote, there's not enough fast and even less furious. Corky, yeah. it's well known, well documented. We've all seen the horrifying videos. <laughs> Any critic who disagrees with you, you will attack. Uh -huh. And I've seen it. He gets a look in his eyes and he just, he goes right, he goes for the heart. And he will not stop until he rips the heart right out of the rib no. cage. Like he is just like a burrowing. Rat. You've often have it's to just, just spell the word "critic" around me because if you if I hear the word, I see red automatically. Yeah, your dander it's right up. There goes that dander. Um, so I ask you, between Sean Axemaker of the Seattle Post Intelligencer and Jeff Stark of Salon, do you have an? axe maker to grind with the intelligentsia at the post intelligencer oh wow we're even going beyond names now or are you about to go jeff stark raven red wedding on house stark okay <laughs> but that one, that one involved a lot Dead. Uh, you know what I, I guess i'm in less of a fighting mood this week because i'm wow. just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go wordsmith with these people sure. i mean I would say I'm more in line with the snark of Jeff Stark, and I don't think Sean is quite a fax maker when it comes to this movie. It's so crazy how much he has to effort to say something positive about right, this movie right. and fluff it out. A seductive fantasy, a rare portrait of underworld machismo without the violence. It's, it's movies about bikers yeah. just going vroom vroom. That's what it is. The other guy had it closer. It, it's not enough fast and le even less furious. That's exactly what it is. It wants to be fast and furious on motorcycles. And it's just, it's not it. It it doesn't have whatever the appeal of that right. movie is. It doesn't no. have that. No, as much as it might want to. <laughs> We often talk about how romantic comedies are so, we are so not the audience for the types of romantic comedies we've been fed on this movie, like the, the J-Lo movies or Fever Pitch. That's just not us, right? Sure. This, racing movies, that whole milieu, that whole genre, that I, that's my, I'm not, not that. I'm not the audience for that. I can like a good car chase in a movie. I even like movies about action that involve several different car chases. But the whole world of this yeah. underground racing and the idolization of pretty cars yeah. and the street race shit fucking escapes me. <laughs> I don't get it. That's funny. I wrote the same thing in my notes. I'm like, I'm not a car guy. I'm not a truck guy. And I'm definitely not a motorcycle guy. Those are the yeah. loudest and most annoying of all of them. Oh uh, it's just not my thing. Like, it doesn't give me a thrill. Like, again, like you, I love a great vehicle-related action scene if it's well shot. There's 
precious little of that here, honestly. Any action, uh-huh. much less good action. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny. I was uh, talking to a coworker, a younger woman who rides a motorcycle, and boy, she just loves cars. And I was just like, I don't, I don't even, I, I can't even recognize cars. Like, I don't even right? know. Everyone's like, oh man, that model of the thing. And I'm like, what even is it though? What's the make? I don't know model. Fuck. I look at a car and I can tell you pretty quickly which direction it's headed, and that's about it. <laughs> that's it. I know how to that's, drive. That's about it. Do I need to know more than that? I go. It's so I go to uh, a Wendy's. Uh, and there's a kid who works the drive-thru and he's a car kid. Every time I go through, he takes a look at one look at my, that's the first thing I pull up to Sienna, huh? All right. He's taking him off in his head. That's so good. That's hilarious. Like if you could get down to that point of where, you know, a Toyota Sienna minivan, like, you know, everything. Like, yeah, that's good. Oh uh, yeah. So obviously I don't have yeah, there's not a, a built in appeal of just watching right. people fuck around on motorcycles, right? Or or do wheelies or anything like that. If it's not well shot or well integrated into the rest of the story. So there's nothing for us there, but also I mean the movie just stinks. Apparently, like the the in the article, the real life bikers that were portrayed in the article that this film was ostensibly based on were mostly white collar workers, right? They were just sure. regular men and women, nine to fivers, and this was like their fight club. This was their weekend alternate identity that they poured their real passion into while they passionlessly went about their jobs. That aspect is nowhere to be found here. There's uh-uh. no other life outside of these motorcycles, right? This is just about motorcycles, and that's fine. Like, you don't need to go that route. Where the film fails for me is that it also doesn't commit to an alternate route. Right. Like, there's nothing here. Like, it's not a good genre film. So, like, it could have been this kind of, like, Western on wheels. It's not that. Not good drama. Nothing feels authentic. No character is developed. The action's weak, as we said. Story? There's no story. Literally no story. Plot? No. And no story. And it doesn't succeed as just, like, an exercise in style or attitude or anything right like it's just a big nothing there's just no there's not a lot of movie here it's really really flimsy and the cast is good but they're they're jogging through this thing Mm -mm. no no Mm -hmm. one's really giving more than the bare minimum to to their performance and a lot of times much less like you want to give me this movie you tell me it's called biker boys and it's about underground street racing it's like okay it's not my thing but you make some you make some good motorcycle scenes some good racing scenes i might be into that tell a good story have some have some interesting style give me some characters lacking that tell a good story be funny that's not be creative be something right like you know i like the john wick movies i don't really care about karate or motorcycles or (laughs) any of that shit in real life but it's entertaining because it's like well shot and it's stylish and you have a characters who you know pique your interest so but again there's nothing that that of that here it just strings a handful of cliches together Uh uh-huh fills in the blanks with some motorcycle vrooming and that's it that's your movie and somehow it's 110 fucking minutes Oh my god! And it 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 like it doesn't do the bare minimum of taking the next step to any of this. Like, what? How do they afford these motorcycles? Oh, right. Like, this kid's nineteen, li- crashing at his girlfriend's pad. He b- wrecks his bike. How the fuck would you even afford that bike? Let alone get it fixed for the next race? Yeah, it's like the, it's not set in the real world, which is they're fine. not racing for thirty grand a pop. They're racing for like two grand at the most. Right. But again, that's never thought of because like. It's not a, a real life, it's not set in like a real world, right? No. Like real world concerns don't enter, but it's not really set in like a movie world either. Like that's <laughs> like this movie is so wishy-washy. It just can't commit to being anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's such, and maybe this is why Samantha Kid likes it so much, it is such a, it's an easy watch in the sense that it demands absolutely nothing. It doesn't even demand that you pay attention. So here we go. Biker Boys with a Z. Uh, and Corky, before we jump into this, can I actually just say one thing to you uh, personally? There's a reason you smoked all those guys in Fresno. You do not ride motorcycles. All right, getting into the movie. Uh, vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> 
Motorcycles are motorcycling. People are doing tricks. They're doing all sorts of stuff. Right away, we get a shot straight out of the Fast and Furious movies, practically patented by the Fast and Furious movies, where it's a tracking shot. There are all mm-hmm. these people doing motorcycle tricks and car tricks and, and do it, being all, you know, lots of machismo. And then it lasers in on some girl's butt as she's walking yep. away from the camera and she kind of like guides the the uh, tracking shot kind of through it. She's like, she's like the mater D in the fucking Goodfellas, like tracking shot. Like she's, just, <laughs> she's our point of reference here in the frame is that ass, right? Yeah. So we then kind of track indoors. We see like dominoes matches. We see card games. You know, everyone's there. They're all partisan, partying. I mean, it is kind of a fantasy world. Yeah. Of just this like land of almost all black people and they're just doing their thing. Like we, we see the police presence a couple of times, but it's, it's very minimal, you know, it's kind of like, they're all just there partying and racing on motorcycles and just, you know, being who they want to be. So it looks amazing. This is the black Knights motorcycle club. They're obviously an underground affiliated racing club. They have great bikes, great clothes, and their fucking hangout is legit. It's a huge warehouse. (laughs) A DJ uh, booth. Suspended. There's like, I, it, they serve drinks. I don't know. Do they have a liquor license. Like what's yeah, that? Like mean? who pays for this fucking thing? Like yeah. At one point, someone says like, "All right, free drinks for the next hour." I'm like, "What? Beer <laughs> charging for drinks? What is this place?" I thought it was a motorcycle club. Oh boy, my dues. Where are they going? Where are my dues going? All right. So Oscar nominee Terrence Howard. Oscar nominee Jaiman Hunsu. They are anxiously waiting for Oscar nominee Lawrence Fishburne. As smoke, remember, smoke inspired the smoke cocktail. And he's late, but he's late because he wants to make an entrance. And you know what making an entrance means? Vroom, 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 vroom. So yeah. smoke arrives with a huge entourage. I mean, he arrives to his own party, for God's sake. There's Some several little... dozen motorcycle riders at this place. How do you make an entrance? By riding a motorcycle. Riding a motorcycle. Everyone's like, wow. Whoa. I've never seen that before. <laughs> So he's got this huge entourage. They all are in like almost military formation. Like they get off the bikes. Yeah. There's a little bit of like kind of formation thing. Kind of NOI kind of thing on motorcycles. Orlando Jones uh, is one of the Black Knights. He's Soul Train. He's just the hype man. He's the poet. That's all he is. He just gets off and he hypes. I don't even know if he rides. He might just have a sidecar or something. But like this was (laughs) during that like two to three year period where Orlando Jones had to be in every fourth movie for some reason. Uh, Yeah. And so and he's just the in this. There he is. Yeah, he's just in, he's just in this. There you go. Um, so he gets up. He's hyping smoke. Right away, I was just like, "What? What is this? Like, it's mm-hmm. just it's striking. It's too square, and yet it's doesn't know that it's square. I mean, it's just it's yeah. Again, it that that's the it's missing overly, element is like what is their real life like you know it's overly stylized but there's no actual mm-hmm. like nothing grabbing you about the stylization no. no absolutely not so kid this is Derek luke yeah and again this was during that two to three year period where they thought like Derek luke was gonna be a star <laughs> or something because like he just all of a sudden was in a lot of movies, and so he's in this thing. And boy, I've never seen him in any—I not knowingly seen him in anything else. He, yeah, he's been in some things. Uh, it's mostly in the 2000s. He's done some TV kind of. More I, recently. I, I mean, he wasn't amazing, but I will say he was. You're right. Lawrence Fishburne was not giving his best, but he hung with some heavyweights. You know, um, I didn't think I didn't think he was a bad choice for a lead of a movie. Yeah, he was fine, but um, just Derek Luke is in general is just a bit of a dud, you know. Yeah, it's, two first names, it's not working. Never, Don't go never anytime could. you go with a guy, not two first names. So, kid, this is our hero. Uh, we hear his narration during this opening scene as everyone's preparing for this big race, oh, yeah. the big race. So he says, "As long as anyone could remember, Smoke was the king of Cali, and remember that king of Cali." Because it's very important for reasons we can never know. That's not our place. It's not our place to know what things are. Remember that he's narrating, because that will only come back one more time in the movie. Like, when, do, do, do somebody narrate a whole movie, and then they're just like, this doesn't work, and they cut everything out? Or... Do they were like, nope, it's good just to bookend it? More likely converse. They put a cut together and are like, boy... There, where are all the characters? Where's the storytelling? This makes no sense. <laughs> Get in yeah. here and explain things. You know, Derek Luke, come back. Set some shit up for us here. Um, yeah. So Terrence Howard is going to race Smoke, 
That's Lawrence Fishburne. And the winner gets the other one's bike, but also sure. the dream of wearing that crown. <laughs> what crown? Like, again, this is just like, it's just like in Assassins, like being uh, the yeah. number one hitman is just like being the king of Cali. Who the fuck is keeping track of these things? Like, show me a spreadsheet. Show me something. Well, Evil Knievel was the number one stunt jump biker in Texas. He had the Texas crown. He that he was. He just, like, there's no crown, for God's sakes. Oh, boy. What I did love about this movie, though, was it continued the tradition from Viva Knievel of sycophantic Mm -hmm. mechanics who just worship worship the writer yeah to the detriment of their own child this is as the uh, like uh, tommy from viva knievel got to tell his own story you know where he's the hero and his dad dies <laughs> really early this is like his revenge fucking movie um so kid picks up a very lovely young woman who's at the party mm-hmm. he has basically the worst pickup patter mm-hmm. of i mean it's just awful it's really really bad and she is like kind of interested, but I don't converse with prospects, right? right? So he's a rookie. He's a prospect. He's not a real member. And th- this, I guess, if there's a through line, is it is that he wants to prove himself, right? To Will, his dad, but then also to to Smoke, who is the king of Cali, after all. Uh, and yeah, Will, that's Eric LaSalle. He's um, Smoke's mechanic. And as he's getting ready to race, they say, burn rubber not your soul that's their motto which <laughs> what it's, it's what? with everything it's just like <laughs> those are just words they don't mean anything uh okay so this big street race is about to start we are 10 minutes into the movie the opening credits are still going uh-huh <laughs> they're just like well something please happen but get used <laughs> to things going nowhere slow this movie it's filler it's just it's just movie-like substance there's just nothing there um, we see, again, we're still building up to the fucking race. We see like Kid Rock and Lorenz Tate. They're in the strays. That's one of the other motorcycle gangs. And they're just, they seem to just be scheming. Just kind of, yep. but lightly scheming. But yeah, they it's all a, hang out with each other. Scheming. Yeah, but they're all there. Um, so, boom. okay, finally, the race. My God, Jesus, the race. So they're racing. It's street racing. Vroom, vroom, vroom. They go. Uh, Terrence Howard, it's neck and neck, but he loses control of his bike. I think he like tries to hit some nitrous and he loses control. He just like, he suddenly loses control, falls off the bike. The bike flies up, starts (laughs) helicoptering around, just flying in the air. Everyone else runs out of the way. Will, the mechanic, kid's dad, just sits there and takes that fucking motorcycle right in the chops. There's no instinct to save himself. There's nothing. It is. It's like Final Destination 2 was the number one movie that week. It is straight up a Final Destination movie. It really is. Like, it's such a Rube Goldberg kind of a thing of, like, so many things have to happen for that. And, like, later it's brought up that, like, oh, man, he didn't look scared at all. Like, as though that's a credit to his manliness or something. It's like, he didn't move. Like, no, he froze in fear. You're allowed to duck <laughs> when a flying motorcycle is about to decapitate you and still call yourself a man. I'm going to say that as a rule, right? You've been on record as saying that. I'm on record as saying that. You know, I like, if you duck and save your, your life, like, I'm going to say, you know what? You're still a man. Good for you. Although I will say Will died doing what he loved, <laughs> looking longingly at, at the rider of his motorcycle and ignoring his son. <laughs> but yeah, there goes Will. Boom. Kid's dad, dead. No longer a kid, now a man. Um, we're at the funeral. We get a POV shot from inside the casket. Dude, like as though was, it was a fucking boys to bed video. Or something. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I said this guy must have made his bones on music videos. Was this the end of the road for Will? <laughs> <laughs> this was a Tupac video. I swear to God, that's shooting straight out of the casket. The Black Knights. Remember, the, the Black Knights are basically Will's entire life. Mm-hmm. The Black Knights, rather than coming to the ceremony on time, the actual funeral, they show up late <laughs> on their motorcycles and rev them to drown out the <laughs> sobs of his grieving wife and child. It's like, it's so crazily insensitive. And it's supposed to be like, good job, guys. Yeah, yeah. we really did something here. Then he like walks up to the widow and is like, 
hey, here's what he's going to be buried with. <laughs> like, right. good time to bring up burial plans. Interrupts the whole thing just to talk to the to the wife, the widow, and then <laughs> throw some shit in there. I don't care what's in his fucking will. Fuck you. <laughs> Throwing this garbage in here. Yeah. I mean, it, Not cool. I, I, Not did, cool. Was anybody else having a funeral there that weekend? Because they right? just got that drowned was like out. like one funeral in that whole... <laughs> yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Not cool, man. Not cool. All right. Fade out. Fade in. Six months later. Mm. Vroom, vroom, vroom. We're at a, yeah, another one of these motorcycle events that just, you know, they're all over the fucking place. The, he goes to... <laughs> I love this doorman that he meets at the gate. Or uh-huh. I love this... Uh, guy that he meets at the gate who sees kid and he's like kid ain't nobody seen you since charlie callis routine like kid ain't nobody seen you since nobody seen you since you dead hi did you dead hi um, yeah, so again, this is just another one of these Fast and Furious style biker parties that are just mm-hmm. always ragers. They, there's a lot of land. They, have, they use a lot of land, but it's just all good. Again, what the fuck are their jobs? These are fucking ragers right? that they're throwing. No, it's where does this money coming from? Yeah. If absolutely. you have this type of hobby, you can't afford to do anything else. <laughs> this is it. This is your life. You don't take vacations. Um, Tyson Beckford just shows up. Male model Tyson Beckford. He's another one of these bikers. Kid tells him that some drunk white boy is calling him out. Calling him out. So they're like, oh, fuck. Some drunk white boy's calling me out. So they have a street race for their bikes. Off they go. They're on this race. And then suddenly, Kid, for some reason, I don't know why this was like a good move by him. He just jumps into the race. Yeah, it doesn't Passes them up. Does a bunch of like tricks as he passes the finish line. And when it's over, Tyson Beckford yells at him, Kid! I don't know what the hell your fool ass was trying to prove, but whatever it was, you proved it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you be cool with this? Like, so ridiculous. I mean, and that statement just doesn't even make sense on its face. Like, logically, you've said, I don't know what you were doing or trying to prove, but I know you succeeded. But you definitely proved it. Definitely. <laughs> well, you have a shadow of a doubt. No, but seriously, this is as though, like, two boxers are in a ring and a third uh-huh. person jumps in. And punches them both out, and they're like, "Great job, great!" I mean, that was great. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you were this. trying to like, prove. What, what were you trying to prove? Whatever it was, good job. So yeah, basically, in the last six months, remember we had a six months later kind of pause. Kid got really, really good. Like six months really ago, good. he could not write in a straight line. He he was as bad as Tommy. In Viva Knievel. Yeah, he's Tommy a prospect. Was just like, I should write over this little concrete barrier. Oh, yeah. He, you're right. The one time we've seen him on a bike before this, he fell going like two miles he per hour. He falls off. He literally cannot ride in a straight line. And now he's like the challenger to the title of King of Cali. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Smoke, I'm calling you out. Oh, so he's he's come back. He staked his claim. He's done a whole Leo and Gangs of New York thing. He disappeared, but came back, and he's badass. Um, we, yeah, it's a real Count of Monte Cristo kind of disappear for 18 years, come back so, as the fucking, so much death. Except months. it was six months just crashing in your mom's pad. <laughs> but yeah, somehow he got really good, and he was off. Being a hustler, a motorcycle, like hustling people on motorcycles. How does that even fucking work? I don't know. Yeah, really? How motorcycle does that work? Hu- Like what? Okay, sure, good. Everything in this movie is just like the the writer just wrote it and never thought. Does that make fucking sense? Does that track? What did I write yesterday? Ah, fuck it. But yeah, we find out the kid and the white boy. Remember this white boy who was calling out. Male model Tyson uh, Beckford. They're in cahoots. And who wants yes. in but Primo? Let's not talk about Primo anymore if we can help it. So Primo, you said Orlando Jones at this time of year uh, in his career was in one every every four movies. This Primo time. was in one of every five movies yeah. at this time. I remember seeing this kid's face everywhere. 
yes. commercials, movies. And he was always the you know kind of motormouthed wise guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And boy, he's terrible. Uh, but Primo susses out that Kid is going after Smoke's crown. <laughs> this is when I'm just like, wh- <laughs> like, okay, we're at the end of Act One here. There's still no story at all. Uh-huh. Like, no story. But also, what are the stakes? Just being the King of Cali? Mm-hmm. I mean, if they were mm-hmm. even at some point like, hey, you know, the King of Cali is entitled to 15% off at any quick car wash in the... St-. Like, that would be something. That's something. There's a benefit. Like, do- do you get speaking engagements? Do you do, you know, like, hi, I'm at the Mattress King. I'm right. the King of Cali selling Cali Kings for 30% off. <laughs> Discount code 10 smoke. Oh, boy. There's nothing. There's nothing. There to isn't. This. And, and then how does everybody know? Because everybody approaches him. We're here. You're trying to go after oh, smoke. Right, going it's after like, smoke's is there a biker crown, right? newsletter? That's what I'm saying. Who's keeping track of this? And what, like, how? Is it a point system? Like the race <laughs> for the cup? Is it like a coach's poll? Is, I mean, how do, we, how do we even, like, how does this work? I don't get it. Um, so this was, I guess, one of the cooler scenes in the movie. Cool, but totally pointless, where they, they do this kind of side writing stunt yeah. where they're kind of ghost riding the motor whip. Um, <laughs> they're just kind of riding on the side. They have metal soles on their shoes, and so it's all sparking up, and they're standing on their seat and doing, they're just doing stuff. But it's also like, what's the point of this? Isn't this movie about racing? Like, why is doing wheelies and spark things important in this? You know, like, Smoke's Crown has nothing to do with doing, like, wheelies and making sparks fly. But whatever, it looks kind of cool. Okay, I remember the sexy tattoo artist that he hit on earlier, um, played by Megan Good at the party. She wouldn't be with him because of prospects. He shows up at her house. He's like, I'm no prospect no more. Here I go. We also, this is Lorenz Tate's sister. Remember, Lorenz Tate is in That's cahoots right. with Kid Rock and the Strays, and you think, okay, maybe this will come up as some sort of like a, you know, a Montague Capulet. Montague Capulet. Kind of yeah, no, doesn't. It's not important. Never <clears> comes up. Don't mention it again. Does she have a name? Uh, Lorenz Tate just calls her baby girl. I I found it. It's uh, Tina, I think. It's never said. No, 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 no. She's a tattoo artist, and she's giving a tattoo to a woman on her posterior in the most unnatural way. I mean, I've seen porn actresses bent over in, I mean, more natural. I guess that, that they do that for a living. So, for but sure. anyway, it's more that than you would just lay down comfortably to get a statue <laughs> on your cushy tushy. But yeah, kid shows up, makes his presence known. They go away. They just show, uh, they go back to them like every 15 minutes or so. And they just have some kind of exchange and it's just nothing. Their relationships never, I mean, I get it. Okay. Hey, we need to have, we need to have this aspect in the movie. But again, oh, what, the love story. Yeah, what defines their relationship? It does nothing. Like, what yeah. is it? Who are they? How does it affect them? How does it affect anything in their lives? It's just—it's nothing. No, he just—he just got in her way while she was walking one mm-hmm. time, and was obnoxious. And then she's like, "Ooh, I'm kind of into you." Yeah, did a whole it, "You lost, baby girl." Thing he just thing. shows up at her residence. <laughs> right. He's just like, "I'm here now." Uh, and then their boyfriend, girlfriend, and the, but there's no, there's nothing. It doesn't come up with the whole family drama no no absolutely not. it just gives him another place to crash he's like by the third act i'm gonna be out of my mom's house so i need, <laughs> I need a place to stay so so in the next scene kid is on trial at some sort of a biker tribunal <laughs> Like they're all just kind of sitting up there, you know, in like a little kind of in a row and they're all in like a little circle and he's in the center and it's like, oh, they go, we've got a strict code about hustling. It's like, okay, you do? Really? You have codes? What's Yeah. Like, what's the code number? (laughs) Like, really? Do you have a code? (laughs) No, you don't have a code. Um, Yeah. Kid Rock. What bylaw did I break, Yeah, like, what is this? Yeah, chapter seven, but fuck you. Um, Kid Rock is also on this panel, which I like that made me laugh right out loud. I'm just like, he's like the alien with the crazy long neck at the Jedi tribunal in the Phantom Menace. (laughs) Just useless. You're like, what are you going to do if a lightsaber comes? You useless piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, The tribunal votes to recognize kids new club. And what's the club biker boys with a Z. 
See, I told you they, it'd come back. Now, the, the scene ends with them going, so they approve his club yep. membership, and they say, hey, so what's your club name? And then it cuts. Well, because so you never... know it's the Biker Boys. <laughs> Do you? Right. I mean. So dumb. Like as though everyone was just like waiting with bated breath for some for them to say Biker Boys. Yeah, and I and I guess I bring it up because in the same sequence, there's the thing where everybody has to they touch their fist to their heart to say I vote yes. They don't do thumbs up, thumbs down. They vote yes by, and Lawrence Fishburne looks like he might do something else, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. so they've made patient or they've taken care to get a close up on each main member doing that, but then they never get the overall shot of all of them doing that right. it's like the most elemental basic things of filmmaking they don't do <laughs> no 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 again reggie rock Bythewood. i don't know how much of a real like director director he was as opposed to maybe just a guy who really liked motorcycles again didn't don't know didn't do the research couldn't find it anyway moving on um but yeah the biker boys the biker boys are a thing now they're just three strong at this point yep you just got um kid the white boy primo and then the white kid who looks like an uh, wilson brother yes mixed with timothy van patty yes (laughs) very astute (laughs) um back to kid and tina and uh, again their scenes together are just so pointless just like look here's a tat Oh, my dad's dead. Let's go fucking town on each other. Boom. That's it. Now they're a couple. Like, that's literally like as developed as it fucking gets. Like, she hears about his dead dad and she's just like, I'm so into you now. That is backdraft two levels of <laughs> we're just going to state our character motivation for a second. Trauma. Let's fuck. Yep. Let's get that out of the way. Um, we're now at the fourth annual bikini bike wash. <laughs> okay um dog tells i believe he says the kid hold on at this bikini bike wash there it's for kids school books for kids that they're <laughs> having these bikinis. and it's just them it's not like to the public it's just no them it's having just like women in bikinis okay how are man. you making money on this <laughs> like aren't you like what the overhead and Fishburn gets a little handsy really on one does. of the bikini did you notice that oh i noticed i was oh my god i was like that can't have been in the script, yeah, but Fishburne yeah. just went for it. In character. Just fully in character. That was <laughs> so smoke. smoke. King Cali. It's the king. <laughs> it's good to be the king. Uh, Sorry. The dog tells kid, you ain't got the heart to be the king of Cali. Again, he tells everyone. Smoke. Oh, it's smoke. Smoke? Smoke is the king of Cali. Well, that's, but he's, he's challenging smoke at the, at the barbecue. You son of a bitch. Yeah. So, again, there's lots of qualifications to be the king of Cali. I mean, it's just like it's old. You gotta thing. have a heart, right? Uh, American-born citizen, uh, forty years of age. Yeah, it's just like a whole fucking thing. And then the king of Cali Electoral College gets. Involved. You got to be able to trace your uh, rulership back to three other kings of states. Oh, <laughs> uh, is Smoke tortured? By memories of Will's death? Why, yes, he is. Uh, memories of Will get reflected in his visor in the rain. Mm. This is the movie's kind of really weak attempts to kind of infuse some style in there. It just, uh, it's not good. Yeah, every time Smoke goes for a race, they do this thing. Fishburne does the thing where he cocks his head to side to side, and then they do this tunnel yeah, POV. Yeah, it's like a whole tunnel vision thing. So he's like in the zone. Yes, exactly. Um. Still waiting for some kind of stakes here, but okay. Yeah, there's really... Have we mentioned Lisa Bonet's in this movie? <laughs> Lisa she Bonet's shows in this. up every... Yeah, it's every, every, every now and then she pops up. Hey, how's it going? Um, so Smoke and Dog are racing down. The kingship of Cali on the line. Smoke barely beats him. Um, dog is <clears throat> mercilessly mocked by Soul Train. Soul Train is just like, oh, mm. take that, baby. Yeah. Um, Keep in mind for later on when we find out Soul Train's profession. Right. I know. Yeah. Could um, be sued for defamation. Just saying. Dog Dog takes off, tail between his legs, figuratively. Uh-oh. Um, but the now five-man biker boys right in. Hello. We got a couple of new biker boys up in the mix. Are they biker boys, Dan, or are they ATV boys? Oh, shit. Yeah. They're <laughs> such an inclusive group. Uh, they ride in and uh, they steal the thunder. They're making an entrance. So a uh, kid's taking a page out of Smoke's book, the theatricality of it. 
I love that uh, kid's girlfriend hops off the bike and walks up with him. And he's like, this is my girlfriend. I don't know her name either. <laughs> Everybody's got their names on their jackets. And nobody puts hers on. So this race is going to be Kid versus Jaiman Hunsu. Yeah. Although Jaiman needs to be kind of goaded into it a little bit. Yeah, he's kind of chicken. He's like, I don't know. I don't know about that. And he's like, ah. Smoke is like, ah, I'm out of here. He just bounces even before the race starts. <laughs> there's, there's no stakes. Like, nobody cares. That's what I'm saying, right? Characters like, he don't just care He takes enough. off. He just leaves. Like, what the fuck? The, and uh, this relationship ends up being integral to the story <laughs> theoretically at least but whatever um so they they ride boom vroom vroom kid is showboating again but he showboats right into a police cars yeah who just all of a sudden show up this is like our one vision of like um you know some like law enforcement here a movie that was anywhere near good at, at like giving you any kind of story or anything it would have like show dog placing a call you know, and then the cops are showing up. Right. That kind of shit. Like, no, it's it's just like, oh, now there's cops. They're just there. They just yeah. there because they need to be there. So kid gets arrested. Soul Train is now revealed to be a lawyer. <laughs> a lawyer, he's, and he talks much different than he does anytime he's on a bike. It's like, and I guess this is like that one kind of hint of of like. All right, this is their, you know, the real White life. White collar world. But he's a fucking lawyer. It's like, yeah. that's not any more common than, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, if this movie is missing even just like one scene of somebody like printing out a spreadsheet I or mean, going over a report or getting chewed out by their boss or sitting in a boring meeting. And again, t- 10 seconds of that would have added like so much like depth to this movie. But it's fucking nonsense. Saturday Night Fever, Eight Mile. They, they do this thing where it's like you have this humdrum nine to five world that right. you're dying in. But for one night in this one area, you ruled. Classic story. Classic yeah. story. They don't take any pains to do that. Nothing like that. It's In fact, their lives are great. He's a lawyer. He's making fucking great. <laughs> He's a lawyer. That's I was like trying to imagine his billboards. Real job. Like, because you know he's a personal injury lawyer being around with those bikers. It's like, car accident call you pa- causing you pain? Call Soul Train. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, Mom's pissed. Mom is pissed. She says, do you Mom know? Mom looks good, though. She's doing good. I, I have to give it up. She says, do you know what we call bikers in the ER? Organ donors. Uh, which in Samantha's full dare, that was her favorite line. She, she <laughs> oh, really? Loves the, she loves the organ donors line. So just shout out to you, Samantha kid. Uh, and mom makes kid, not Samantha kid, kid in the movie, promise not to race anymore. It's like, no more racing. That's enough out of you. So again, it's, I mean, this is just filler because it's just one of those, like, we need to have like some sort of a fake, you know, blockage yep. to this inevitable showdown that needs to happen. But, we got ways to go before we get into there. Um, so he's promised not to race. Kid and Tina have a little kind of moment together, pointless. Kid goes home and asks mom, let's go to the Black Knight's annual dance. So many events, these clubs. Like, it's like too much. <laughs> they, like every they're weekend, having their right? annual yeah, cotillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just want to sit back and watch a game. Always with the, <laughs> like a car wash. Always with the ball. Come on. Always with the bikini car washes. Come on. <laughs> so, okay, wait, hold on. Did mom stop and think? She's like, okay, I'm making my son right. stop racing. It is the <laughs> one thing that he does to make any money. Should The first thing we do, go right to that motorcycle club. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, that's really like, okay, you have to quit drinking. Let's go talk about it in a bar. And I th- you think, okay, well, annual dance, right? No, this is just like every other fucking, yeah, some people <laughs> yeah, are dancing, but it's just motorcycle tricks. It's just, you It know. looks no different no, than the, the last party we show. saw. Lorenz Tate, and remember he's in this movie. <laughs> the rival gang, yes. the rival motorcycle club is at their party. He calls out Kid on behalf of the strays. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why exactly. The white boy, remember white boy, his little his little white boyfriend. He tells him, you know, a kid's like, no, I'm not racing. Forget about it. The white boy's like, beating dog puts you one step away for, for some reason. Like what? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Why would that happen? Like, did dog just lose? You know, just like, yeah. Is there a sanctioning body that manda- uh, makes saying. mandatories? This, ever since they've split into these three different bodies, uh, it's just suddenly we, it's just chaos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking the Marquis of Brando rules. I I don't get it. <laughs> ever since the Wild One, they just they split it up. So anyway, kids like now nah, I'm not gonna race, and then Lorenz Tate talks shit about his mama or about his dad. No, his dad. Yeah, talks shit about his dad, and then it's like, oh fuck, it's on. It's on. Mom goes to smoke and is like, smoke, call off the race, call off the race. And he's like, I'm not calling off the race. She goes, he's your son. Dun, dun, dun. Which I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. But also, God, maybe there's like the tiniest amount of stakes now. And even also maybe a little itty bitty bitty bit of a fucking story. This information, for this to have been effective, this needed to come out like (laughs) at the end of the first act. At the latest... We're well into the third act here, for fuck's sake. That's just, just bad storytelling. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. So, yes. She says she left Smoke. She was with Smoke before Will. She left Smoke because he changed women like he changed his drawers. Kabow. <laughs> One leg at a time. <laughs> and Will, you know, knew but didn't know. Mm. Okay, yeah. You tell yourself that, Mom. <laughs> hey, Will's not here, but yeah, you tell yourself that. Uh, so Smoke is like, oh my God, he's my son. So he runs <laughs> he runs in and is like, kid, you're going to have a hair right this minute. He just starts you yelling know, at I him just, like I just fucking, I just really, I just put that together. She basically trapped Will in this relationship. Yes. Like, Lied she got pregnant by smoke. Apparently knew it the whole time. <laughs> Eight months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And is like, oh, you're the child's father. Let's the man raise him as his own. And it's almost like Will knew and was sort of fine with it and just never yeah. talked about it. It's like, what the? F- okay, <laughs> sure, sure. Mom is the evil Whatever one helps in this you sleep home? through the night, Bob. <laughs> so smoke runs in and just starts yelling at him at kid like, like he's his kid. Like right away, he's just like, "Kid, yep. you're gonna have that bike, and you come right over here right now. Clean, clean the garage. Get over here." <laughs> and then he's like, "You're not racing." And kid's like, "No, I'm gonna race. Why? What? Fuck you. Who the fuck are you? I barely know you." And then Smoke just knocks his ass out. Just punches yeah. his ass out. Then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go to the bar to get a drink." Kid runs into the bar, jumps him from behind. They have a full on bar fight that goes right. on for like two minutes. Smoke wins, ends up punching him out again. Yeah. Smoke has known that he is kid's father for five minutes. He's beat the <laughs> shit out of him twice. Possibly, possibly it was good that he was not a part of this kid's life. Possibly. Oh, man, I just flashed back on 365 Days Deadly Obsession. <laughs> the, the best ever son challenges dad to a fight and gets his ass kicked by a man who had no business kicking his ass. <laughs> oh kid confronts mom about the lies so kid now knows that smokes his dad and it's just left on a vague note moving on okay Mm -hmm. uh smoke and queen mary queen this is lisa bonet they get together. They have. I should have put it together because her name is Queen. That they were. And he's the king, uh, right? Yeah. They were an item, but I was really at the beginning. I was like, oh, so is that his daughter? Because that's more age appropriate, yep. I think. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty gross. Yeah, it <laughs> seeing is. them in bed having pillow talk. It is. And why is it in the movie? Oh yeah, Who no. The reason. fuck even is Queen? I mean, she's no. the queen, I guess. But like, that's that's as much as we get. It's only for one reason, and that's at the end, but that could have been anybody giving him that information. Exactly, yeah. So the Biker Boys gang keeps growing, despite kids' public humiliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple times, on the track, off the track, uh, people are just like, yeah, we're into this Biker Boys gang. What do, you, do you get the shit kicked out of you by old men? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's great. You get arrested. <laughs> you are the like, next... To take the crown. That, like, only bad things have happened to the biker boys. But it's like, they're just like, oh, we're in. We are way on. And Kid is now fired up, or as fired up as Derek Luke can possibly get. And he wants revenge. And he says, biker boys set their own rules. And now, like, just blink your eyes. And 
they're just on top all of a sudden. They have this huge hangout space uh-huh. with Biker Boys Last Supper graffiti <laughs> on the wall. Like, when did that go up? What? Like, someone's just like, Banksy, get in here. Ah, good. Who commissioned that? Right. And, and does, does Kid really think of himself as Jesus? That's what is, is that what he's positing? It's just amazing. It's just like all of a sudden, like they had five people, and they're just like, "Yeah, we're top, we're top dogs." And now it's a religion. Now it's a cult. Yeah, they really get into it. Um, but they're out. They they're beat, hustling people. They're they beat a bunch of ethnic uh, motorcycle clubs. Yes. Uh, and they're finally cornered by a white biker gang, and it, yeah. they have the drop on kid. But smoke comes in. He intervenes, and he actually pays money to save kid. Titus Welliver in a in a small role. Yes, I know. I was like, oh, okay. Um, Smoke, you know, Kid and Smoke, they're they're at odds right now, and and basically, Smoke offers Kid a race for the crown. Loser quits, and well, I think Smoke offers a race, and then Kid says, well, you know, race or quit, and then Kid says, you know, same same bet to you. At which point, Smoke gets on his bike and says. Don't mean shit without the crown. I am the king of Cali, baby. People just keep saying that over and over as though it has any fucking meaning whatsoever. I have the crown. I'm the king of Cali. You're coming for the crown. You can't be king of Cali. You can be king of Cali. Okay. Okay. I didn't vote for him. You're not my king of Cali. (laughs) Hashtag not my king. Someone says to kid, where it is you're going to Fresno. Yeah, Fresno gets brought up a bunch. I know, right? Like, we all hate Fresno, but, like, what the fuck is happening in Fresno that everyone's so fired up? Like, Fresno is seen as, like, whoa, dude, don't go to Fresno. And then when we go to, I assume this is Fresno when we go there, it's just like a motorcycle festival, except that <laughs> it's, like, on the grid, and there's, like, safety equipment and paramedics and insurance and things like that. It's, like, yeah. it's not just some dangerous off-the-grid fucking insanity. It's a real track with uh, it's a real, real stoplights yes, and like the- real extras who are told to jump up and down. It's not just a street where you could kill a kid. No, exactly. <laughs> That's what they got in Fresno. You're going to Fresno? Whoa. Um yeah, I wrote great more motorcycle riding. Kid the dog. So kid and dog are racing. This is a big race. And there's neck and neck, as these all these races are. Kid gets bumped by dog. He crashes his motorcycle. Smoke is like, oh my god, that's my boy. He runs on the track. Kid jumps up and fights off paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Thank you for your service. Fuck off. <laughs> I wrote, unfortunately, kid is okay. <laughs> right? Like, that's oh, too bad. Too bad. So who won that race? Yeah. Because it Good looked like question. dog won. Yeah, it sure looked like dog won. But, but nobody acts like dog won. No, no one does. I don't know if he was – because, I mean, again, the race and this race is over and doesn't really matter. It's all about the crown, Corky. It's all about Yeah, the he's crown. One, still one step away from the crown. Right? Somehow. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so in the aftermath of this accident, Kid and Smoke kind of reconcile for some reason. They're just on the track at night. Everyone's gone home and they're just still there sitting in the middle, in the middle of the track. Yeah. Um, and Smoke says that, okay, we're going to have our final race together, but it has to continue off the grid. You know, they're not going to allow it on this track, but some greedy farmer is going to allow them to use their land to have their race. So boom, there you go. Smoke and Queen, they're still hooking up. And Queen, this is, again, this is like the one pivotal thing that she does. She basically gives him a be a good dad pep talk. Um, He he at one point says, oh, I will be whipping that ass. Oh, yes. And unfortunately, (laughs) he means kid (laughs) and not Lisa Bonet. (laughs) So yipes. Um, But Queen advises, make him grow up. Make him grow up. All right, so we'll see how that gets interpreted in a minute. Dog and Lorenz Tate, they ride up on Kid. Kid's got his big shot at the finals, but his bike's broken. He's very frustrated. Dog basically says, I fucked up. I bumped you. I admit that I'm wrong. You can beat Smoke. 
can take Smoke's crown, whatever that means. So he gives Kid his bike. So it's like, here you go. Got the bike to do it. So now it's on you. Yeah. One last time back to Tina and Kid, where Kid is just sitting in the foreground. Tina's in bed, and she looks up and says, you were right all along. I do love you. And he says, I told you that. <laughs> and then it sits on them for like 10 seconds of that. That's the scene. That's the fucking scene. Like, this is just like, as though like somebody just put a bullet point and was like, here's what the scene is. Yeah. And they never went back and did anything. And they're just like, okay, there it is. That's the scene. The scene is she loved him all along. Cool. Uh-huh. Pointless. Um, Utterly. So kids getting ready to go to the big race, more biker boys. Again, despite yet another very public humiliation by kid. Yeah. More biker boys. Like They're the, like replicating. The worse, the more that he fucks up. Like yeah, the, right? Like the worse things get, the more people He are just like, wrecked in the biggest race of his life in Fresno of all places. Right. And now the they can't stop people from signing up to join the Biker Boys. So his last three races, everybody has jackets already too. This game, this motorcycle club has been together a week. I know, right? Yeah, they really got the merch out really fast. <laughs> but his last three races, arrested, <laughs> beaten up by his father, and crashed. Crashed in and Fresno. People are like, man. The legend of kid just keeps growing and growing. Like, who the fuck is like, like, what they just like, man, you're so badass. Is he? Yeah. Not at best, part. you're one and two. Right. I, yeah. No, at best, you're oh, one and two in that. Exactly. So instead, we, we get this really long scene of, of the now dozen strong biker boys convoying to the race, and they all arrive at the farm, the two leaders. Of these not rival biker gangs meet in the middle of nowhere with nothing at stake. I'm getting old, Dan. I'm getting yeah. very old because sure. I, I just I don't want things filmed in in really remote places anymore. I'm like I don't want all the camera trucks and everything that needs to go out there anymore. Just leave it alone. And I was like I don't want shit filmed by these horses. These poor confused horses had to listen to these loud ass motorcycles all day. They're out on the farm. That farmer's greedy. Yeah, but fuck him. Yeah, the, the horses farmer. Like, uh, yeah. like, look around this fucking farm. This guy has three horses. He has about yeah. a thousand bales of hay and nothing. And nothing. nothing else. He's probably using this money to buy food and medicine. The greedy farmer. Uh, greedy. <laughs> buy your cancer medication, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, here we are. Nowhere with nothing at stake. We have the ceremonial exchanging of the nitrous. I guess I had no idea what was happening. They pass some ball around from their bikes. I, I don't know if it's nitrous. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Soul Train steps up. He's got to do his whole thing. At this point, you're like, oh my god, Soul Train, no, stop, please, please just stop. Not, not to. Um, well, you're halfway through it. Go ahead. Somebody disbar him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, biker boys. Uh, they're yellow. Their color is yellow because. They're cowards. This takes fucking forever. It's just like, stop, Soul Train. Um, Tina, that's Megan Good's character, the lovely young woman. She kisses kids. She drops the flag. <clears throat> There's like just so much buildup to this race. Like you really, they're treating this as though it's like the final shootout and the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's just like a long, drawn-out thing to get to the race and then they're at the race, and they're facing off, and then this guy's going, and this guy's going, and this guy's going, and this guy's, and then they're getting on there, and then there's more ceremonial things to do, and it's just on and 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 on. And on and finally, boom, okay, off we go. Neck and neck, the whole way. We're neck and neck. We're neck and neck. Yeah, it's not really a very interesting race. No, it's just a straight ahead in the middle of nowhere. Straight shot. But remember, remember that tunnel vision. Smoke's got that tunnel vision when he's in the zone. It's just all he can see is the finish line. But memories are now appearing in the tunnel vision. Yeah. Memories. And he's seeing all these things. And he hears Queen say, make him grow up. Which he takes to mean lose on purpose. Uh-huh. Which is very easy to do because guess who's at the finish line? Literally no Nobody. One. He didn't so even have to lose. So much at stake here. So much at stake. <laughs> 
This is the kingship of Kelly. The kingship. <laughs> Real poor planning on the part of the racing community. I was sitting there. I'm like, how would you know who Man, won? He could go backwards if he wanted. No one would know. It's it's out of eye shot. No, even binoculars you couldn't see it at this point. No, and there'd be so much dust kicked up. Forget it. Yeah, but he uh, smoke lays off, lets kid win, which allows him to grow up somehow. I don't know. I feel like you grow up when you realize, like, oh yeah, my dad could have beat me at basketball when I was five. He's an adult. He let me get that shot. He could have blocked my shot anytime he wanted. That's growing up, right? Not the opposite. Not picking up kid and helping him dunk it and think that he's You could argue you might have done him a disservice. Really? Really? You might have not also, only like, you might have retarded his this, growth. Like, empty chasm that is your fucking life because now like the king of Cali was everything. Like what are you now? You're fucking yeah. nothing. It's it's like and, and I gotta say, this is not a true legal handing over of power. Certainly not. If so they, you know, not. if the other royals ever find out, or if Parliament ever finds out, oh, just hope the clergy never hears of this. <laughs> but yes, um, there it is. Uh, your new king of Cali, all hail the king. Um, yeah, the end of the race says so. Um, kid wins. Smoke lets him win. Smoke says, "You know what this means." Kid says, "I'm the king of Cali." Smoke says. <laughs> True dat. And hands him his helmet, but Kid gives it right back. Uh-huh. And gives his bike back. And says, I'll see you later. So they sort of reconcile. Burn rubber, not your soul. Smoke rides away. Kid watches him. Everyone runs up and celebrates for some reason. What is their context for any of this? Right? I don't know. Like, if, if, if like... They write. They didn't get any of this exchange. They write in and they see smoke riding off on his bike. Wasn't kids right. supposed to own his bike? Like, and but they what seem do to you just d- be like, all right. That was like, hey, what the fuck? Why is it? Going what on? happened? Are you the king of Cali? Are you not? Was it time? What happened? Who do I bow to? Do I kneel to you, what? sir? Sire? I know, right? <laughs> uh, oh, but that's it. And the biker boys it. ride off. Kid says. Here comes his narration again. He says, yeah. the difference between men and boys is the lessons they learn. My father taught me plenty. What? What's Who is the he lesson? Who was he talking about? <laughs> Who is any of this about? Which father? Which of your two fathers? What One just lesson beat you did up. you learn? Like what men? Vo- I mean, Jesus, God. Holy crap. But... Thank God in heaven, the movie's over. The end. And we do see some pictures of real-life Biker Boys over the closing yeah. credits. Nothing in these pictures resembles anything we've watched in the previous one or nope. minutes. But thanks for that. Really added a lot of depth to this depthless movie. Corky, that's it. That's it. That's Biker Boys. Anything to add before we give our ratings? I, I would have liked to have known if Kid or if uh, Smoke does the lock getting locked into the zone thing before he has sex. That scene he was with Lisa Bonet. Just cocks his head side to side and then tunnel visions. Or if at the end when he's doing the tunnel vision and all those like bits from the movie start playing, you know, and then it becomes like the boat ride from Charlie uh, and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> there is no way of knowing which direction we are going. <laughs> Oh. You see Slugworth on one of them. Oh, yeah. Quirky Biker Boys. Let's yeah. remind everybody about our rating system. Run of the Mill Bad, it's a dare. Next Level Bad, it's a double dare. And a movie we actually liked is a reverse dare. What do you give Biker Boys with a Z? You know, I'm probably going to go double dare. I was all set to go dare, I think. And then as we talked about it, I was like, yeah, you know, it, it gave me nothing. Mm-hmm. It gave, and, and for a movie I watched fucking yesterday. Yeah. It's like hard to talk about because it's so blah. Yeah. There's, it, 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 I was going to say it, it doesn't deliver on any of promise, but it doesn't really promise anything mm. either. It just kind of does things. I think you said something really, really cogent earlier. You said something like it, it just has this like vague sketches of what a movie should be. And then that's it. That's all it is. It's like these different shots. Yeah. It's like the thinnest outline. It makes of you a movie. feel like feel like there's a movie happening in front of you, but there's not quite a movie happening in front of you. Not really. Um, so, and it's yeah, not so happening double dare. for almost two hours. Too. Double dare. Uh, you know, I could see that if you were a kid and you were into racing and stuff, that if this came on, 
cable a lot you'd, you'd spend some time mm-hmm. with it but no this movie sucks man so it, double dare. it really does suck i think i'm just gonna go with a dare though just mm. it's just not even distinctive enough to really to mm. loathe honestly thinnest 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 dare uh th- very thin margin but i'll, I'll just like give it a, that that floor is really creaking it, it really could, it is. Could drop down to double any, dare. at any second honestly yeah. let's get some people in here and look at this thing because uh, <laughs> this is not safe it's not the code <laughs> but yeah it is it is just it's so it's so nothing like if you think of like a movie as like architectural floor plans for a house right with uh-huh. all the details and all the corners and everything's all kind of thought out this is like a, a square with a chimney and a little squiggle of smoke coming out of it you know like <laughs> it's something you would draw in three seconds on a napkin it's just there's nothing here there's nothing to it at the same time it was watchable it was fully watchable and there was nothing really loathsome about it so i'm just gonna go with the deer yeah uh, i will say the the one thing i would say that like held it together was that the people in it know how to act there there wasn't like any of the god-awful performances that we're usually treated to in movies no it was it was pretty underwhelming you know again no one's really going hard no one's really giving their heart and soul to this but yeah it's a good cast and uh, you know so uh, I think one of the things, if Samantha Kid is listening, I think one of the reasons it's hard to find someone to talk to you about it is because there's really hard to gin up anything to talk about about this movie. <laughs> no, like, what do we talk about? You can't be like, oh, those race scenes were great. Uh, that story was awesome. I couldn't believe that happened. Who's your favorite King of Cali? Who's your, fa- <laughs> your favorite Shakespearean King of Cali? What did you think about the, the handing over of the crown? That was, no one saw it, and it was pointless. 50 million people tuned in to <laughs> Kid and Tina's wedding. <laughs> oh, That's boy. all we have for you on this episode of Dare Daniel, but we'll be back in two weeks to review another one of your movie dares. Until then, send your movie dares to us at daredaniel.com. Just go to daredaniel.com. Find the button that says submit a dare somewhere in there. You'll find it. And submit your dare. How hard could it be? And then we'll read, yeah. we'll read it on the show and we'll review it and all great things will happen. It'll probably it'll change your life. Be sure to follow Dare Daniel Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We collectively know them as Schmied. Like and rate us on your favorite podcast apps. If you want to support the show, donate to the podcast. Again, daredaniel.com. Click the donate button. Find support the show in the menu. Corky. Mm-hmm. For my money, you're the true king of Cali. Thank you. Uh, I don't care how many guys you smoked in Fresno, honestly. <laughs> to me, that's that's what I call a non-issue, okay, uh, in in these uh, these trying times. Um, but, yeah, what are you doing out there? What are you doing? You're out there. You're smoking guys in Fresno. Well, that's where you'll you're find right. me. You'll find me in Fresno. Um, I'm on the farm of a greedy farmer who really is only just barely making ends meet. <laughs> his crops are not yielding anything right now. He cannot pay the property taxes on his acres of dirt. Right. Yeah. Greedy in this sense means putting a roof over his family's head. How That's dare really he? what greedy means. He doesn't have sense. any motorcycles, the greedy bastard. <laughs> Fucking greedy. <laughs> Come down to the Sacramento Comedy Spot, have fun, yeah, see shows, take fun. classes. Go down there and I tell I'm, here's what I'm going to tell you. Have fun. Yeah. Have just fun. have fun. Just all the fun, have it. And I'll tell you this, or else. And I'm not going to tell you what the or else is, all right? You're just going to have to imagine it. And let me tell you, it's going to be bad. So for Dare Daniel, <laughs> just leave him on an up note. For Dare Daniel... I'm Daniel Barnes. And I'm Corky McDonald. I want to say a sincere rest in peace to Ray Liotta, one of my favorite actors of all time. We love you, Ray. See you guys.